This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Our text today is Igris Moshe Choshenishbat Chelek Bet Simen Samach Tet. This is a tshuva from Yisruchag uh, Sukkot Tashin Lamed Zayin, uh, 5737. So if we're in 1977, the title is Um To make clear that this is prohibited even if the purpose of the abortion is to relieve pain and suffering for the mother. Uh, this is written to Chassani um, Kivni, Rev Moshe David Tenlin. There's no doubt about the outcome of this tshuva. Rav Moshe tells you um, from the very beginning. Uh, that the prohibition of, um, of abortion uh, is included under the category of Ritzicha. And that is demonstrated, but also derived from the principle that there isn't anything that is forbidden to non-Jews, which is permitted to Jews. Non-Jews are forbidden, according to Rabbi Shmuel, from Shafech Dama Adam Ba'adam. So therefore, Rav Moshe doesn't distinguish between Shvichus Dama and Ritzicha. It must be Ritzicha for Jews also, and not just an Abizrayu de Ritzicha, but actual Ritzicha. We have to be clear that saying it's Ritzicha is not the same as saying that Rav Moshe believes that the fetus is a full human being. Um, he entertains, for example, in the middle of the Truva, the possibility that abortion within the first 40 days is permitted to non-Jews, but uh, still forbidden to Jews because non-Jews uh, require the, the current existence of an nefesh, whereas Jews only, uh, in order to be included within Resicha, Jews require only the potential for nefesh. So you see that he's willing to include the potential for nefesh within the Issa Resicha, and in general, uh, throughout the Truva, he does not discuss um, the philosophic question of the status of a fetus ever or its relationship, except in the one case I mentioned. In the end, um, he's uncomfortable making distinctions between Jews and non-Jews on the ground that the prohibition for Jews is derived from that for non-Jews. Um, so he's uncomfortable making distinction, but the ground of his argument is not philosophic. It's purely halachic, and saying that something is an isra carries all the technical implications of an Yisra for example, the Yehorek Vel Yavor, um, with the exception of Rodef, which is how the Ramam justifies uh, abortion to save the life of the mother, and Rav Moshe might be willing to entertain an expansive notion of what constitutes Rodef. Um, and the entire the entire Shuvah takes place uh, in the realm of the Halachic, um, rather than the philosophic. But nonetheless, the, um, the swath that Rav Moshe cuts through um, a chronic chuvot here is really quite astounding. Um, he he begins by uh, asserting that a tosfo, which seems to suggest that there is a point that is mutar This is a tosfo quoted by the Chavas Yair. It contradicts another tosfos. The Chavas Yair's position himself is um, wildly ambiguous. The Chavas Yair in abortion is one of the hardest chuvot to read. Um, Rav Moshe decides, um, which is I think a reasonable position. It's certainly not an obvious position that when Tosfus suggests that there is a stage, the language of Tosfus is mutter laharug uber, that is a typo and really it means putter, 
if you if you kill newborn Tosa says it twice. Rav says in each case it should be amended to say patur, which I think um, is possibly correct, but it's just the beginning. Then there are two chuvot of the um, and um, Moshe said, one of them is seems to be very megil, one of them seems to be very mati. Rav Moshe says uh, flat out that the megil one is a forgery designed to mislead people. Then there are later chuvot. Um, the Rav Pelim uh, has a chuv on this, um, and Rav Moshe says that or it doesn't even addresses him as a chacham. Chacham Svardi Echad, um, and says that that is a tshuva that uh, should not be relied on in the slightest. Um, here's his language regarding the Marit. Shalachain Pashut She'ein Lahashkiach HaTshuva Zuklau Kivadai Tshuva Mizu Yefeti Ve'eze Talmud Toah Ve'kasva Bishmo. Ein Sarach Lomar Dezebur She'tshuva Mizu Yefeti Me'eze Toah Umat E. And then he says, and by the way, if it were true, I still think I think it must be applying to the first forty days um, and not to anything um, afterwards. There's a true of Yaakov Emden. I guess the same treatment that um, one should re- should not rely on his words um, at all. Um, he quotes the three day ish. The three day ish quotes the Ramban. Um, if he doesn't understand. All right, Largo. He doesn't. He's he applauds the Sridi for recognizing that uh, the proper issue in the Chavos Yard and Tosfos, but doesn't understand how he can um, how he can say it, that the Ramban would have a position that it's um, that it's mutter. So really, right, Rav Chaim Ozer barely escapes this treatment, um, right? Well, even not. Right here's Rav Chaim Ozer. Okay, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty sharp. In the end, we discover that this is really written against the Sicilianus um, truva, which is matir um, uh, uh, test, testing of of the of the fetus to amniocentesis to see if it has tasex. Um, and he says, right, Sir Moshe says, uh, after he said, Charlie Murray, to Rav Yaakov Emden, the English Gechel truva tozu. Right. Many governments have for, have permitted abortion. including the, the heads of Israel. And many right, countless fetuses have already been killed. So rather than permitting things because of the rabbanans, we should be making new rabbanans. To uh, protect fetuses, the Chol Shekin Kulos and certainly we should not be looking for Kulos in the realm of Ritzicha. Shalachen Nishdomamti, Birosi Tshuva Mechacham Echad Beretz Yisrael, Hanichtav Lemenayel Beis Acholim Shari Zedek Vnitvas Bechuvert Asiyot Gimel, Hamatir Halodos Shalidei Bichinas Rofim Kishu Uber Yoter Megimel Chadashim Shuber Machlos Tesaks Mitzadze Hikdim Sheetzam Arigos Uberim Hula Harbe Poskim Rak Midrabana. Right, so he's astounded at the unnamed uh, Sicily Ezer for um, for for saying this. And one should not err and rely on the on the tshuva of this chacham, namely the Sicily Ezer. Um, and um, right, and may God forgive the Sicily Ezer for uh, for writing this. Now, I think it's valuable to do this in its own right. Um, because I think sometimes we have the impression that the Sicilian's position, um, the Sridiyesh's position, 
that abortion is only drabanan is the voice of Jewish tradition. Uh, it's important to understand that it, you know, that the issue is still uh, hotly debated in, um, in in Jewish tradition, and it's also important to understand that you can simultaneously take the position that uh, Jewish tradition does not see the fetus as a full life. Um, and at the same time, say, Eretz Ramosha suggests that if it just came down to my chazit, right, who says your blood is redder than his, a person has a reasonable argument that an adult, um, or even a, you know, a child, even one, uh, you know, one second old child, is has redder blood halachically than a fetus, because he concedes full, fully that uh, abortion is not a capital crime, it's not, it's not a crime that's subject to execution at the hands of human beings, uh, Sir Moshe's position that his murder is not grounded in the claim that a fetus is a human being in the same sense as an already born person. So you can introduce, you know, so you can you can claim that Judaism doesn't believe that humanity begins a conception. Um, maybe you could even say we don't think that life begins a conception, but I think that's really not the issue ever. The issue, issue is when human life begins. Um, but saying that human life doesn't begin a conception doesn't mean or doesn't begin at uh, uh, yeah, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you don't think that the prohibition of murder begins at conception. You can take the vision that way, but um, to fit this, uh, this truva comes into our series, right? Things that cannot be said at all, uh, because Rav Moshe says it about one specific detail, which is an issue that's already raised by the Chavos Yoyer and is, um, I think, perhaps central to the whole question of the role of abortion in Jewish tradition. Not sure. The question is whether it's possible to claim simultaneously that uh, there is a being um, whom it is permissible to kill, Deoraita, and nonetheless whom it is also permissible, Deoraita, to violate Shabbat to save them. Uh, this is a vision the Chavos Yair goes back and forth on, um, and Rav Moshe takes one side of it, other people take the other side of it. In, in the Chavos but Rav Moshe is unambiguous about his own position. He says, um, right, He's talking in the Sridi Esh, he says, I don't understand how the Sridi Esh could fit into the Ramban, the claim, that it's permitted to, um, it's permitted to, to kill him, and therefore, if it's permitted to kill, then it must be, that is, there's no obligation to save, and nonetheless, if you choose to save them, you are still uh, you are able to violate Shabbat uh, for that purpose. Right, which is something that cannot be said at all. So this, I think, is where the philosophic element comes into um, Judaism. The Rav Moshe doesn't express it that way, but we can ask the question: Right, could you construct a? philosophic position under which the fetus is valuable enough to violate Shabbat to save, and with that, we're not in any way claiming that Chavul Shabbat should be treated as a minor issue, that's right, as major an issue, as a guest short of the big three, and yet say that it is permitted to abort. Um, so, we probably have to narrow it and say, you don't have to say that it's permitted to abort for no reason. You just, right, you have to, the, the question is, could we say that the fetus can be aborted for reasons short of life-saving, and nonetheless believe that you can be Mechal Shabbos uh, to preserve the fetus. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I I think that, that, that that's 
really where um, the locus of Jewish philosophic thought should be. Um, can we give something and more value than Shabbos, and yet not yet and yet obviously not the value of a born life, and maybe even maybe even not the value of um, something approaching pikuach nefesh, even though that something approaching pikuach nefesh uh, would not be matir uh, would not be matir chil uh, shabbat. Uh, now in the what I wrote last year about COVID, we talked about the right the the idea that um, the standard of pikuach nefesh for chilul shabbat might not be the standard of uh, pikuach nefesh in other areas, and so maybe you could try and find some kind of intermediate ground in that way. Uh, I'm really not sure, uh, so I'm going to leave you with this in uh, in Rav Moshe. Rav Moshe says that chaborshin uh, is even though he does not say. That a fetus is a um, is a complete human life, and it's interesting because he includes it in Ritzicha, but he includes it in Ritzicha as a back formation from the Shrichus Damim for Bnei Noach, as opposed to something that is obviously included in the Issa Ritzicha for Jews. So he's perfectly open to the idea that the fetus, at least at some stages, right, and this is without introducing the notion of within the first within the first forty days from the first forty days. Uh, until onward, Rav Moshe thinks that seven months is a made-up notion, but we don't know how many other times he has. Um, but he clearly doesn't think that a fetus at all stages um, prior to right prior to, prior to birth is a full is a full human life. Nonetheless, he thinks it's resich all the way through, and the ground of that is that it just can't be. Uh, it just can't be that you're. Um, that you can that that it could that it, if, that saving a fetus can justify chilul Shabbos and nonetheless be permitted. Now that raises the question of what about the positions that hold that you can't be mechal Shabbos to save a fetus unless it's vaday, um, right? The, position, the famous position of the Bahag, maybe say maybe chilul Shabbos for a fetus is different than the chayim right? There are all sorts of ways in which you could try to construct such a position, but generally the the people who are the 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 Rishonim to whom is attributed the position that uh, abortion for Jews only Rabbanan do also hold that it's permitted to be Mechal Shabbos for a fetus. Um, so really, to to reach the lenient positions about um, about uh, abortion that are prevalent, with, right, that are popular with regard to Tay-Sex today for understandable reasons, and that the Sitzeliezer, which I think is less popular and much harder to justify Extended as far as uh, as Down syndrome, with one should note in certain cases, um, Rav Tendler's approval, because uh, Rav, Tendler, Rav Tendler took Rav Moshe's position absolutely that it's Ritzicha, but adopted a very expansive notion of Pikuach um, Nefesh. So, um, so, but at the same time, I think that it would be almost unheard of to for somebody to take the position nowadays you can't be Mechal Shabbos to save a fetus. Now, that can also be fudged by saying that. Uh, and any threat to the fetus of a pregnant woman is mamela a threat to the life of the pregnant woman. Um, I think that's a good rule of thumb, um, whether it's an absolute rule of thumb um, or not, um, in the sense of a natural threat. So it's possible that there's a way, there's a technical way through. It's possible this is just one of those places where um, halacha sort of muddles through. In the way that I contend that the position that uh, Christianity is a vodazara for Jews but not for non-Jews 
is not actually a position that appears in the Rishonim and maybe not even in the Ramah until it's attributed to him, but I think certainly not in Tosfot. But practically, we've we. I think I think that you know, I think that that's probably the most prevalent position within Ashkenazi Jewry, and it seems to work, uh, even though it's incoherent. So maybe we have developed some kind of similarly incoherent position uh, about the status of the fetus. Uh, even the Rav Moshe says that is actually telling the Uh Any case, I leave that up to you, and I'm happy as always to receive your comments. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.